Good for the intro, Peter. <laughs> yes. Hi, baby girl. Welcome she heard it. In. Now she's excited. She's dancing <laughs> over here. Just on the floor dancing. We got baby Ellie over there. Just in. She's it. She's. This is her first episode, isn't it? This is her first appearance. Here she is. Oh, all kinds of new stuff. We're trying out new ways to record. <laughs> seeing if we like it. Um, we're gonna welcome in. This is B Movies and Beyond. Uh, you got Peter and Ryan, and special guest Peter. Introduce her. We got Ellie. So if you hear some baby crying or coos or what else do babies make noises? Fart noises, burps. Yep, it's not. It's, it's not me uh, or Peter. <laughs> no, it's not us. But hopefully she behaves. It's not off to a good start, but we will we'll see. She'll be we'll fine. Oh, yeah. Um we wanted to get a quick episode out of the way because over the weekend we had a um a friend's Christmas party a month late. And um is there a timetable on Christmas parties? I don't know. I told my dad and he was like, Huh? Christmas? <laughs> Like, like it was just, I mean, we're like a month out. Come on. Like you can't celebrate Christmas anymore. Some people still have their Christmas lights on, you know, you know, instead of just, no, we don't need to like label this what it is. I think we get a month and then we were well within the grace period, right? Yes. Yeah. I think we're, so. We made it fine. in January. I, it, I feel like that's appropriate. Let's just tell people it's January 25th. Okay. <laughs> that's a month later. <laughs> Yes. Let's so, just say we we're that, giving gifts for Jesus. That's right. It was a it was a good time. Um quite the palooza. Which did you know what a palooza is? Um it's like where a bunch of women get together and have a concert, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's like a drunken good time, like drunken party, which that's what we did. It says an exaggerated event with a Mary. I like that. I like a, a palooza. Maybe we should just call it Christmas a palooza. Yeah. Well, an, an urban dictionary says the art throwing a very drunken extravaganza, extravagant party. I feel like we did that with a plethora of friends. We did that. We did do that. We. Um, we were trying to encompass a Christmas party slash, uh, B movies beyond slash podcast party, but, uh, uh, we'll get to that. It'll be maybe a spring thing or something. Well, the, the main, you know, a big one to celebrate it, but we were still celebrating then. It was just smaller scale, but good experiment. Um, I learned that I shouldn't drink as much, uh, <laughs> when recording, 
you have to go listen to uh, episode 305, Nicholas Cage Palooza, because uh, and tr- true to uh, Nicholas Cage, I-, I got drunk, and by the end of the episode, very drunk. <laughs> was Was that your plan, Peter? No, dude, I had no intention of of doing caging that. out <laughs> yeah no intention it just happened and then i was like i was editing a little yeah i had to edit quite a bit and uh um re-listening to the very end and i was like holy crap i don't remember most of this <laughs> oh it was funny um it, the room was split it was hilarious because like half the room was like hey we they didn't agree with your choice. And I don't want to spoil the episode, but the other side was like, no, no, it makes sense. And then me just doing this podcast with Peter forever. I'm like, Hey, this is Peter's opinion. This is his podcast. He can be, he can pick whoever he wants for his favorite villain. And it makes sense. That's right. That is like, they're upset because they liked the movie where I, I did not. And, <laughs> and I, you know, it, you know, I despise certain people. Maybe despise is too strong, but you know, that was the question. Who do you despise? What character do you despise the most? And most, and that was one. I thought it was just kind of dumb. So, yeah, you gotta check out uh, the that episode 305, the last one, and uh, uh, if anything, go to like the last like 20 minutes and uh you know have a good laugh i was i was rolling man i was laughing out, out loud so much just recounting what the things that were going on oh my gosh it, it just got more wild towards the end of the night it was um we got news today Dude, how are you recording, by the way? Like, how do you have a camera? What Are you just holding your baby and your laptop at the same time? Yeah, when I'm walking around, yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) In in additional news, uh, James Gunn did a brief announcement of the future of the DCU. Um, We don't talk a lot about DC. Ellie's not too happy about it. No, she's not. Uh... And what do you mean we don't talk a lot about DCU? We the last like month we've been talking about this because of this announcement. This is actually a pretty big announcement. I think you're calling it small. <laughs> but well, this I is said, I said small on the scale of like what Marvel has done for their their type of announcements. Uh yeah, I guess in the yeah, because they do the big old um what DC Party. or D23, right? And Marvel or uh, D23 Palooza. Yeah, they have some Paloozas where this is just James Gunn saying in front of a camera and telling us what's to come, which I almost felt like this whole announcement was like, oh shit, it's the end of January. We said we're going to announce some stuff. Like, oh, uh, what should we do? (laughs) Oh, James will just tell us. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, okay. I feel the same way. I feel like Warner Brothers and Discovery, they've come to, under a lot of scrutiny because they're they're just canceling projects and they're just cutting budgets. And their way of announcing it is like, uh, James has something, right? All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just start recording. And just tell us just tell us the stories that you love so people could get hyped up about them, okay? 
Yeah. Which, and now we, you know, we know why they, they cut everything. And it sounds like the, you know, the stuff that's coming out this year, which was already kind of done and before, you know, James and Peter stepped in, uh, what Shazam's coming out. So James Shazam two. Um, what's the other one? A flash, which he's oh, kind of two. Yeah. Which I, I, my understanding is that like, Oh, he just fits into the universe. However, because he's just kind of, he's kind of standalone already. Right. So they got plans right. for him. And then the flash is coming, which they said, Oh, it's going to reset the whole, uh, uh, franchise, I guess, which we kind of expected, right? So it makes sense that, all right, they're still able to release that. As far, and then Aquaman 2 is supposed to come out later on this year. And that's the one thing that I'm still just like, I don't know how that's going to work, but somehow it fits in their scheme. Um, which I don't know. To me, I feel like they should just scrap it, but whatever, too far. <laughs> I, I agree with you. Um, the way that James Gunn announced it was, uh, it was just like, okay, well, here's the, here's these two movies. They're done. The flash spoiler alert is going to uh, reboot everything. So get ready for it. And, and then um, these other two, we just got to kind of deal with it. And they were like, what? Uh, okay. And you're right. Like the, flash or I'm sorry. Um, uh, da, 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 I'm, I'm drawing a blank over here. Aquaman just doesn't seem to fit still to me, you know? Yeah, because he is part of the Justice League. They've already, I mean, other announcements, I mean, go into, like, there's going to be a new Superman, a new Batman. Like, I, I just don't understand how Aquaman fits in this universe still. And that's the one that I think, and, and that's the latest one. It's like, it really, I don't understand it. It almost like maybe that's just going to be some parallel type of thing, but they, they, that was the other thing they, uh, James mentioned was how the Batman, that's still its own thing. The Joker's still its own thing. They're going to have this DC else, uh, else world. Is that what he called it? Elseworld, yeah. Okay, here we go. Peter, here's a list right here. Um, oops, not the whole thing. Um, okay, so you see this on this side on on our screen. What we have is the DC universe. We have Shazam. We have the Flash. Then you have the explosion, and then we have Blue Beetle. Here's this, and then that's where that's where you're describing the universe reset, and then the main movies and the main. It's not just movies. It's the the chapter one which is not complete this is where like i agree with you it feels like this was very last minute for james gunn chapter one gods and monsters because he says here's some of the projects we're working on but it's not the full scope of the story where marvel has all this stuff lined out you know and then um oh i I mean i marvel is doing the same thing i i don't know what you're talking about they they just what did Marvel just do? They they're in their their uh, Kang Dynasty saga, right? Like they have right. it's the same exact thing. They're, instead of calling phases, DC's calling it chapters. 
That's all. And like, again, those things that are like, that are already announced for this year, they're almost just like a, a prequel, you know, like this is the real, the stuff we're about to get into with DC chapter one, gods and monsters. That's the true, you know, stuff that James and Peter's doing like everything else before that. It's just, I, I don't even, again, it's just, they're trying to capitalize on some stuff that's already completed to get some more money. And I, I feel like, if they don't go over well, it doesn't matter because this next installment, that's the true thing that comes out like starting. Oh man. When did you say Superman legacy comes out? Superman legacy is 2025. That's the only one that has like a direct, uh, it says July 11th, 2025. Nothing else has a date on it. Um, in, in the chapter one, gods, it's monsters. Um, but the Else Worlds, they have dates. So there's the Joker uh, part two, and then they have the Batman part two, and then um, they're still bring still still keeping Superman and Lois and Teen Titans. So this is where it gets muddy because in the beginning of the press conference, he mentioned he wants all the characters and the actors to be able to blend simultaneously between live action com. He didn't say comic books, but live action animated and video games what do you think about that because i already see a problem with that um that he's making his own superman movie but there's the cw superman and then there's the matt reeves batman but he's making his own batman yeah i i see again you guys keep everything separate there's a dcu that's all Mm -hmm. him dc else world where that's everything else, which it's nothing different. The only thing that's going to be interesting is the fact that he described how, oh yeah, like we're going to have characters go from live action to animation played by the same person, which, you know, Marvel's kind of done that, but with the, what if, right. Um, to a certain extent, or like the video games. I mean, Spider-Man is not played by Tom Holland and Spider-Man. No. And well, and that's the other part too. Like, if they have tie in video games, like that's a massive undertaking. Cause those video Huge. games take forever to make. And, and I don't think it warrants a, a tie in to any type of overall story. With uh, Peter, with that being said, the um, he's already getting a lot of kickback from that. Um, creators with Naughty Dog were like, what are you talking about, dude? You want us to sit there and have Robert Pattinson do 600 hours worth of booth time doing voice recording so we can get maybe 20 minutes of it? Like, how are you going to pay an actor that kind of money to be in a video game? I thought, I thought, I thought Warner Brothers was trying to save money. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but that's, again, I'm going back to like, I think that was... That's his hope. That's his dream. I see it more like, okay, yeah. Uh, animation to live action is going to be what really happens. You know? I like that. I do like that because that is where the DC universe is very strong is their animated series and movies. And he did mention his movies. He like His main list, chapter one, is a blend of live action and cartoon. 
And right away when I see these logos, I'm looking at Superman. I was like, well, that looks like a, kind of like a cartoon, but it's live action. And the Batman, oh, dude, the Batman, I think, okay, th- two th- which ones are your favorite that are up and coming? Uh, I mean, hang on. I got to get my, my list. I can't see your screen. <laughs> um, that he announced... I mean, you know what? I'll be honest. I f- okay. My favorite swamp things by far my favorite yes. thing. Okay, which I, I think this is what we have. To, I think we just got to go through the the list here, like because there's things that uh, I think it's kind of cool, and then also like you know I care less. But like Superman Legacy, that was the first thing he talks about. Uh, sure, we all knew they were going to do a new Superman. I think. That's his cornerstone, which already, I mean, just reading things that he says, like, and we talked about this before, is like, you got to understand Superman and what he's wrote down. Like, I feel like he understands who Superman is. So I'm excited for that. I don't know necessarily know if he's the right guy to direct it because his style, but um, I, you know, I think he he understands Superman, so that's all I'll say about that. Uh, but it's legacy; it's a whole new, I think, younger Superman dealing with, you know, being, being Superman a, and Clark Kent. Well, yeah, juggling his past life, his life on Earth, and everything like that's what it is. Like it's his struggles with that, like internal struggles. So, um. James Gunn is pretty good about that dynamic. Like if you if you see if you rewatch Guardians of the Galaxy, Star-Lord is just he, he, you said it right there. He's dealing with his struggles of his past not having his parents and understanding whose parents are and that plays out between so far two movies and a third one. I think James Gunn will do a good job with Superman. To be honest with you, I f- I finally feel like the leader of of the of what this is is taking control of their main character yeah the, the again I, I think he gets it i think he'll write a great script and everything i just don't know if he's the person to direct it because of his style like everything that i've seen him do it's very stylized and it's a little bit i, I feel like it doesn't have the right tone for what a superman movie should be is my my thought on it but We'll, we'll see. That's not announced yet on who's actually directing. He's just writing it. So the next one that I, oh, he brings up a couple different animated shows is Creature Commandos, which, uh, again, that's up his alley. It makes sense for this Creature Commandos animated TV show. It's like, a, you know, it looks like Guardians of the Galaxy, Suicide Squad, you know, like with creatures. Like that's what he likes. Perfect. So, it makes sense. This is like one of the first things coming out. Um, Ellie's excited. Yeah. <laughs> the, I think that's when he did Superman. Um, maybe let's just talk about all the TV shows first. How about that? <clears throat> Do you have them in a TV show kind of order? Well, I, I have the the TV. They're labeled that way. Um, Creature sorry, Commando. Creatures, yeah. yeah. Waller, Waller, which care less i don't care about waller yeah i don't like her story um i I like the the characters around her like suicide squad and and i mean 
What else well, does she do? And didn't he say that he, she's going to kind of join like the people from Peacemaker? So yes, okay. Now you added an element against something from him that's going to make it entertaining. But uh, for the most part, I don't really care. Uh, the next one's Lanterns, another TV show. Which uh, this is one like I, I heard they were talking about this, and then it got scrapped. But apparently, it's not scrapped. They're maybe just revising it a little bit. But they're making a Green Lantern show, which and this is both uh, Hal Jordan and other Green Lantern. Forgot his name. I don't know. Don't I, <laughs> I'd love to catch up on my Green Lantern. See, this might. Well, I'll get to it at the end. But um, Green Lantern is Hal Jordan, which is the one I've always known, and that's the one who was played by Ryan Reynolds. That's the one who oh, um, is the most, you know well-known, I guess, out of all of them. And what's the other guy's name? It's like, ah! Hal Jordan. Hi. <laughs> um, well, keep on going. I'll, I'll come up with his name. Uh, the uh, next one, The Authority, right? That's a TV, or no, no, movie. Ah! That's a movie, which when you're talking about being excited, I, I think that's right up James Gunn's alley, because again, it's another suicide type group um that takes on a whole bunch of it's a little bit darker in tone which again that's what he's good at so makes sense that it's on here so that one i'm actually pretty excited about Um, and it's um it's all it's a lot of characters from um not wildcats but uh oh my gosh they dc bought them and they were old image characters. I think it was Wildcats. I I don't know what you're talking about. They're uh Wildstorm, Wildstorm characters. So Wildstorm was purchased, it was an image um universe where it was like, do you remember Wildcats and it was, it was like this um Jim League team up and whatnot? Yeah, um, I remember Wildcats. Yeah, so Wildstorm was is like a playoff of that and dc bought that so we're, you're bringing wildstorm characters into it but i what i do like is it's it's kind of like it seems like it's their their x-men uh yeah yeah it does kind of seem like that like a, a dark version um so uh, yeah and again it makes sense that he's doing that the other one is we already mentioned swamp thing which is super excited and that's going to be more horror type uh, uh film which Again, I think is going to be great. Um, except for, I never finished the the previous Swamp Thing series, which I liked it, but I, the old movies, man, they just hold a special place in my heart. And this is not going to be that, you know. I was thinking the way will it be a horror movie, or do you think he'll? he'll That's br- what he be said. Do you think he'll be able to bring a little bit of a toxic Avenger into this? Uh, I don't know. Like the all the Swamp Thing, like you know, when he's in the animated movies, like he's he's a very stoic and very powerful uh, creature. They got to so, they got to bring Toxie in there somehow. Uh, isn't that? I thought Toxic was Marvel. Oh, it is Marvel, isn't it? Yeah. So you mean? Oh, uh, I, I was just saying because of the trauma connection with James Gunn. 
Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, again, that's that's just one. Like, if you're making it horror, a horror movie, like I, uh, something's perfect. And I again, all these kind of besides the Superman movie, like all of them seem a little bit darker in tone. Um, the other one is uh, the the Brave and the Bold. So that's gonna be Batman and Robin with his son, which that that's another weird one where you're introducing Robin like instantly. Um, you know, Ro- interesting. Not idea. even just Robin, but it's Batman's son. Yeah, like the last Robin. You <laughs> <laughs> so. you're instantly bringing in Damian Wayne. Yeah, and you're gonna get a new Bruce Wayne a new Bruce Wayne with new Batman. Like again, like that's why I'm like, I'm so confused on how does Aquaman fit in this? Yeah. Hopefully the flash can tell us a lot of what's going on. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Well, the, the last thing is, uh, the, the Supergirl movie, which this is the part where I'm just like, why, why already instantly to Supergirl? You know, you're doing Superman and then Supergirl all in the same chapter. I mean, like, I don't, I don't need that. It is a little much. Um, you know, the big th- and it, Peter, if you think about this, a lot of this is going to be 2024, 2025, 26. Well, this um, is for the next what eight to ten years, right? Is what yeah. you said. So <clears throat> that's a long period of time for for DC to get us excited about these characters in these movies when, you know, the people, the normies, they're mostly excited about the Superman, Batman, uh, justice league, Aquaman, wonder woman, stuff like the, the mainstay characters. When you see all the time, uh, we're not going to see a wonder woman or it doesn't seem like we're going to see a wonder woman or a a justice league kind of thing. So, um, yeah, which, uh, I think is wise. It, again, you're seeing it. He's taking his time with it. Besides of these inner, you know, bringing in these uh, other ensemble teams, like the authorities and the command, the creature commandos, you know, like, like that's the part that's like weird where, you know, that wasn't something that Marvel did until much later. Right. Right. So, I don't, it just seems like he's a big fan of that. And I mean, he has had a lot of uh, success with that too. So the interesting thing is I'm looking at this graphic and immediately just, just not knowing, not listening to his, um, his uh, recording about it. I thought a lot of these were just TV shows, but to find out the authorities of film, Swamp Thing is a film, Supergirl is a film. And even Batman the Brave and the Bold, I, that's a cartoon, isn't it? Well, but it's all based off of comic books. It's a comic book, but like the way it's stylized, it looks like a cartoon. It looks like he's revamping that cartoon all over again. Yeah. But, well, the yeah, the Brave and the Bold. I don't even think Robin was in that, to be honest. But uh, that was this uh, title they wanted to use for a Batman series. Anyways, those are all the movies. So I guess we did all the movies first. Back to the TV shows. We did Creature Commandos, Waller, Lanterns. Um, Jonathan Bruce- Stewart was the other uh, Green Lantern. Yeah. So it's going to follow Hal Jordan and John uh, Jonathan Stewart. Okay. The <laughs> yeah. Again, I that's just one. 
I, I'm not. I love it. Interested I in <laughs> like K. All right, Paradise Lost. <laughs> yeah, the this is one that I am excited about. Oh, I don't know what Paradise Lost is. Oh no, you know what Paradise Lost is? Here's your Wonder Woman. That's right. This is. This is our Wonder Woman. There you this go. This is this is them. They're it's they and in the way they described it, which again, I feel like this is weird. But you said like it's going to be like Game of Thrones. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, like is this just because like you're on HBO Max and like, hey, we need a new H, uh, Game of Thrones show. You know, we can't have enough of that. Um. So I again, that's another one where like I don't really care, but. The last one we haven't talked about is Booster Gold, which I actually think is a great uh, thing. It's going to fall in line perfectly with uh, how Peacemaker is. Because you know the story of Booster Gold? No. But I'm looking at the character and he looks very James Gunn. Yeah. but So he is like a guy from the future where he, uh, I guess in, from the future, he's you know, a nobody, you know? And so he goes to the past to be a somebody <laughs> uh, like that's the whole gist of it, which again falls in line with what James Gunn likes. Right. Yeah. So that's one that I think fits nicely in this where I was like, all right, I am ex- excited about that. That's going to be like perfect with peacemaker and everything, you know, that's one thing I didn't see was a peacemaker uh, uh, sequel. So maybe we're just going to get hints of Peacemaker and Waller and Booster Gold. What do you think? Yeah, I think you're probably right. So uh, okay. he's definitely, I mean, he mentioned it. He's Peacemaker's in with Waller. So maybe it's a combination there. It's interesting that Waller is such a prominent character in the DC universe. I, I never knew it, you know? She, you know, she controls a lot. She's. You know, I was just watching uh, Black Panther kind of forever. And uh, what's her face? That chick, that director, she made her, you know, the movie, her film debut in the MCU. Do um, you know what I'm talking about? Elaine? In, in uh, Black Panther? Yeah, Elaine. What's her What's her name in that? <laughs> um. Oh, Elaine from Seinfeld. Um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah, but who does she play? She's like the director and something something Valentina. Yeah, like she's she's kind of like a Waller for the MCU. That's a good point. I was gonna say more of like a, a Nick Fury, but you bringing her up, she is more like a what's her name, Valentina Allegra Diafonte. So we have okay, I get it, I get it. Um, well, Peter, I think we covered everything that we really wanted to. I, I thought it was going to be Did like we? D23 thing. Well, for all D23. this announcement. Yeah. Yeah. I Again, it was really kind of a kind of big news, but lackluster uh, announcements on how they did it. Um, so I don't know. I was kind of expecting more, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm with, I'm there with you. Uh, it's it's early. I mean, they just they kind of announced the the change back in November. Gave them a couple months during the holidays to figure shit out, and they're like, "All right, go." Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, well, good on them. Good on them. All right, Peter. Uh, 
We said it's going to be a short episode. We're still on par for it being a short episode, but we do want to get what we do best with uh, B-movies and beyond. So we're going to go ahead and move right along. Reviews! Reviews! Peter, uh, you go first. Well, um, just keep on bumping Ellie with my headphones. I'm not used to having things on my head when I'm holding her. I feel really bad. Um, well, I already mentioned, I mentioned Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Uh, There's only a half review since I'm only halfway through because it was just released Today, as of this recording, February 1st, on the Disney Plus, and that's what I've been waiting for. And and I, I'm I'm excited. I was I'm excited. I'm really excited. And I'm halfway through, and I'm still excited. I I like what they've done. Um, the beginning was kind of interesting on how they uh, handled uh, Chadwick's passing. Um, but also I, I, it was warranted, right? It, they needed to do it. And I also liked how they almost played into like, you know, real life, right? They made it say yes. like, uh, you know, this, his illness got him, you know, we, uh, there's nothing we could have done. Like it just, it got him. And now we got to. We got to move on and and adapt. And uh, I love the story so far with how they're doing it. Uh, I think you mentioned how they brought in Ironheart, which I think is also they're doing a great job with her. And 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 uh, Namor is 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 awesome. And learning more about those characters, like this, is such a character driven uh, film. And and I think so far, like they're they're nailing it. I think this is Ryan Coogler. Ryan right? Coogler, yeah. Yeah, he's he's doing just a great job with it. Like and and so far, like I'm liking it so much more than the first one. So Dude, he had a he had a very tall task. And yeah. it was how to handle the death real life death of your main actor of your series black panther and and i agree with you man he did uh i think he handled it pretty damn well uh you know got it opening scene it was it was very driven it was it was a somber moment and then the rest of the movie was like a celebration a real life celebration of uh chadwick boseman chadwick boseman and the black panther and how to it was kind of like teaching us how to move on and understand that it's going to be okay Mm-hmm. I I got that, and I I thought that was pretty. I thought that was a pretty special way for a send off for him. And how far are you in this? Halfway. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll leave it there. Yeah, Maybe next I, episode. I just I want you to it, next episode. Yeah, I'll finish I give it you up. I'll finish to, it up. To, to do a little spoiler, okay? But already, I mean, like halfway through, like I can already tell, like this is one of the better ones that came out of this. Whatever you got, phase four now. Yeah, phase four that has come out like some films released for this one. Like, 
it's this one and probably Shang-Chi that are like the, the best. And I'll even put Black Widow on there too. Um, you know, everything else was pretty lackluster. Like I'm I'm not gonna say awful, but just not up to par. But I feel like this one is up there. It is uh, actually good sequel with everything they had to do and had to, you know, push through. Uh, it's pretty impressive. Uh, and everyone, everyone's getting their time to shine, right? Yes. Like that is something where it's so easy to fail, fail at that. Cause there's so many characters and, and they are nailing it. Um, you know, like the, the right hand, um, gal, uh, I always forget her name because these names are so hard for me to do. <laughs> uh, but the one with the spear, you know, like her story arc is just, it's fantastic. The queen story arc, series story arc, iron heart, like all of them are just, they got this storytelling down in this one. I, I, that's my, my biggest thing for this uh movie that i've noticed so far that i'm just impressed by and are you talking explaining... about huh no go ahead well and and namer and where all these uh you know fish people i don't know what they're called really um you know how they came to be and everything and how they're connected to wakanda like this is a lot of backsplaining they have to do and feeling <laughs> it right like like i cannot i'm i'm so impressed like it's like i'm not upset with it i'm not bored or anything i'm just like wow you are there's so much thrown in this but it's not it's done in such a good way so i yeah i just cannot say enough uh, about that aspect of it and hopefully the second half is as good as the first half uh, Peter, just to show you, just real quick, what we have here is um, Nakita is no, that's not the right hand of uh, Wakanda Forever. You're talking about Nakita; she plays a very good role in this uh, movie. Um, who are we thinking about, Peter? Was she? Oh my gosh, she was in The Walking Dead, and I always forget it. It's oh, it's okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okoy. It's yeah. that one. Yeah. She is, yeah, her story arc and like I just got to, you know, the probably the height of her story arc, uh, kind of the middle, which is just pretty powerful there. So oh, yeah, buttons. We got all kinds of stuff to play. It's very cool. Very good. <laughs> uh, uh, different screens and sharing screens. Oh man, new toy for Ryan to play with. Oh, don't get me with more toys, geez. <laughs> if you want to go see, uh our uh, youtube page and see what ryan's doing on the screen and also i finally got my sleeping you know my baby to sleep oh is it time to almost end the episode that's what that is so hey I like we're that. putting people to sleep ryan <laughs> <laughs> the good kind though right yeah yeah which i guess i've learned that either we need to do as she's sleeping or you know record be when she's actually awake because that's why she was so fussy. <laughs> she was tired. She's like, I want to be on the podcast, Dad. Yeah. She saw everybody on the podcast on Saturday and was like, Oh, I can do that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I can be on there and and uh, fuss and and cry like my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You saw me uh, switching through uh, our. I spoiled it, but um. 
I watched uh, the Megan movie. I watched this too. We both watched this. Okay, so it was released. Um, dude, this is one of those movies I really appreciate it. Being in the movie theater, so you have an opportunity to go see it, but you don't have to wait like three months for it to come out for you to watch it at home. Mm -hmm. Um, It came out, you know, at the end of the month. It was theatrical release uh, early January, ended January. It's on uh, video on demand. Um, But Megan, yeah, it's... uh, Oh, Megan, what'd you think, Peter? I... I liked it. Did I you like it? it? Yeah, I did. And it's it's already greenlit for a sequel, which I think was warranted. My, you know, my concern is can, you know, it's always tough doing a sequel. Like, can you hold up to the same expectations, right? So. I, okay. I love the main actress in, in Megan. Um, she was in Up or no, Us. Allison Williams, she was really creepy in uh in did I say up like the the Pixar movie? I think you said up and then you changed it to us. <laughs> I like I like her in up as well. It was a very riveting movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, sad. Uh you know, this she played a very good aunt who was completely disconnected from children. She was like that cool aunt that was like, yeah, I'll just be cool and just kind of step aside. And and the way the story plays out, you really see her become a very motherly person. And in I mean, dude, she makes children's toys for a living. And that company just didn't get the concept of like how to connect with kids until she makes Megan. And Megan is too smart for everybody's good. <laughs> um, yes. I did see flashes of Chucky in this, though. Like Chucky was just straight up here. Here's this awesome doll um, that kids, everybody's going to love. And and then um, it was just more of a PG Chucky. So I didn't realize this movie was PG 13. Same here. And I think that was, you know, I don't, I don't want to say that was, I wish that it was more gory. That's, that's what I wish. You know, I agree. Like I, I think you know when you go into this movie straight from the trailer. Like I mean, it's AI, it's robots. You know, like interacting with kids. Like you know, you know what's going to happen. You know what you're in store for. Which I think that's the the nice part. I think the director understood that. Same thing with the writer, and you know, they just told a good story. You know, you're like, we don't need to go dive too deep into this. Everyone understands what's going on. Right. It knew what it was. And mm-hmm. I mean, you can even, like you just said, you could tell that they were like, yeah, we're, we're making like this generation Z's or what's this generation now? Is it Z? Are we on Z? I think we're on Z. I think What so. are they going to do after that? Go back? Double A. <laughs> <laughs> generation Z's um, uh, Chucky because, you know, generation X was basically child's play. Mm-hmm. And so generation Generation Z gets their Megan, and um, I do like that this movie was. Uh, would you say it was like ninety percent practical effects? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I do say so. Yeah, there were some times where you could tell it was an actress moving around as Megan with like a, a synthetic doll face on Which her. Which is the way to do it because it, it 
even though like it kind of like you can tell, but it makes it that much more creepy. It made it creepy. Like, I wish she would move and dance. Whoever uh-huh. this actress was, she was really good at it. So, yeah. Uh, uh, I would recommend it. I I had a hard time at first, but um, I watched the whole movie, and that's if I don't like a movie, I don't finish it. But I did finish it, and I was like, okay, I get it, and I enjoy it, and I see why they greenlit a sequel. So, yeah, and I, I think I know what you're talking about. Is that it does kind of take a bit to get into it, right? Like it's not as fast paced and you know, the scares don't come as fast as I thought they would have, but that's when it goes down to like the storytelling. I, again, I thought the storytelling was really well and I, I was never bored and I found myself actually stopping the movie if I couldn't pay attention because same of- here. Yeah, which and again it goes back to like the characters, like just the the story of the kid and then the the aunt who was not prepared for this but makes children's toys. Like it's kind of interesting, a weird dynamic. Um, and watching that unfold makes it that much more interesting. And then how the aunt kind of you know develops something that maybe is you know too too controlling or, or, you know, takes too much of the part that a parent should be doing, which that was an interesting, uh, right. Little, like side message there about like, you know, how far does a toy go and how, you know, before it becomes more than a toy and it's being the parent or something, you know, like, I, I didn't want to, I didn't know how to say that without spoiling it. And you did it. Perfect. That's exactly my thought. I was like, how do you, how do you portray this message? Uh, it, okay, it's uh, you need to go watch Megan. I mean, if it, if it's a it's a horror movie, it's it's um it's it's kind of meant for teenagers. It's kind of meant for kids. It's mm-hmm. kind of meant for um all wide ages. A, yeah, wide audience. Like that's why I, you know, it it works being PG thirteen. You know, as being older, I wish it was more violent, but you still you're captivated. So I like it. Good words, Peter. Um, your little girl is out, so she's enjoying this podcast. I think it's time for us to wrap this one up. How do you, What do you say? I agree. That means I can go back and freely watch Black Panther Wakanda forever. <laughs> you go do that, Peter. Thanks, everyone, for uh, joining us. Um, <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us. That was a good episode. Talk DC Universe, talk some, uh, uh, hopefully, some good stuff comes out. So, Peter, thanks for uh, the Nick Cage of Kalooza, and uh, I'll see you next week. Until then, pew pew out. Pew pew out.